And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Benny R. Ferguson Jr., intuitive channel author of 11 books, coach and founder of Consciousness Ascending, which supports conscious creators in uncovering the nature of the source within and accelerating the experience of their desires. Benny, thank you for joining me today and welcome. Yes, Jeff. Thank you for having me. This is this is very exciting to be able to be a part of your show and, and hopefully be able to support people on their journey. Benny, I believe what started your spiritual journey was an out-of-body experience. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I sure can. Uh, the out-of-body experience that you speak of, it occurred in 2006. Uh, but that was the kind of the, the result of a situation. Um, you know, probably since high school, I've been trying to be an entrepreneur as they say, be in business for myself. And, uh, you know, my, my dad and, and his brothers, they were mechanics, they were carpenters, brick masons, all of those type things. And, you know, from an early age, I always asked myself, I never asked them, I always asked myself why they never got in business for themselves. So that question kind of has driven me all of my life. And so trying to be that, um, but not being able to be successful, moving through, you know, different sales jobs and and different things that promised, you know, the ability to be an entrepreneur. And something that I realized is that, you know, I can learn everything that needs to be learned from, from a business standpoint. But there's a point where the the actually getting out there and putting myself out there to meet with the people, that's where I always had the problem. And people were successful around me. People were making money around me. And then there's a point where I realized that, you know what, there's something going on inside of me that's keeping me from being successful. Because I know as much, I know everything and more than the people around me that are, you know, seeing the success that I was looking for. So that kind of what pointed me inward. And then there was a point, I remember there was a, there's a neighboring city, uh, Greensboro, and I was driving back from a, a sales meeting one morning, one afternoon. and I was so upset. I got so upset with myself when I was crying. I was banging on the stairwell like, what's the matter? What's the matter with me? What's going on? I don't understand what my problem is. And it wasn't actually that night, but a few weeks later, I had um, something that I've been having since elementary school, which I call a nightmare, but I know it wasn't now, but I call it a nightmare that night. And Right before I woke up, I told myself that I was tired of being afraid, just a tired, tired of being afraid of life, tired of being afraid of, of really getting after things, feeling like there was some type of danger to life or whatever. And when I woke up, I was in an anger rage and I could feel like fire was coming off of me. And, you know, I, I could feel it. It felt like heat and fire was coming off of me. And I was standing beside of my bed and my wife had come around her side and she's asking me what was wrong and asked me if I could calm down. And for like a second, I was outside of my body. And I know it wasn't a dream, you know, cause I was awake and I was standing up and I was outside of my body. My vision was 360 degrees. I can see my body in front of me and I can see my wife in front of me begging for me to calm down. And that's the point where it hit me that there's more to me than I realized. There's more to me than, than, 
my religion ever could explain. And even though I realize now that I was on the journey to that point before then, but at that point, that is what really shifted me to looking to other information to explain what happened and what, who I really was. And, and that's kind of what also led into the channeling also, and me being open to the channel that began to come through a few years later. What was the root fear that you overcame at that point? You know, I began to realize, and, and you know, I didn't, I didn't overcome a fear at that point. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I had that experience, and I've had a number of experiences, uh, what they might call spiritual experiences. But having those experiences kind of just, they opened me up to the allowing of more understanding to come in. They don't really, they haven't for me actually gotten me past a fear. That's something that I've had to, to work on, uh, just becoming aware of the fear and then using some processes and practices that we have to actually cut into that fear, weaken the idea, lessen the emotion around the idea that actually is driving me and creating that feeling that causes me to sabotage myself, to stop, to self, you know, self-sabotage again. And, um, but the biggest fear, the biggest idea that I've had inside of me to this point has been a value thing. And many of the clients that I have supported, it's been a value thing. Because think about it. The person who sees themselves in a really high light, the person who is sure of themselves, they know they can overcome challenges, they know they can pretty much take care of anything that comes in front of them, they're able to move into new circumstances, move into new territories without hesitation. And that's what the value the value idea, insecurities for those of us who, especially for individuals who are, who are watching this information that are, that are looking to themselves and for their own, for their power, for their strength. And they're looking to really expand and to, and to take life by the reins, by the horns, looking inside and being able to see that that's where their power is. And, and that those ideas that are sabotaging and that are causing them to stop or to hesitate in, on their life's journey are just ideas. And being able to overcome those, that value idea and the insecurities around any type of potential danger, those have been the biggest things for me. And I know where they came from. They came from my childhood. They came from the events that happened in my childhood because I can remember a time when, I, when they weren't there. I can remember a time when I was a child when those ideas weren't there. And that's, you know, knowing that now, that's kind of what helped spur me forward also. Do you think it's possible after you came back to your body that you realized that you're an eternal being? And so at least the fear of death went away. That's a big part. That's a big part. Now, that didn't happen initially. That didn't, happen, that didn't happen initially. What, what happened initially was after that experience, it kind of felt like for a few weeks, I was just like walking around. If you can imagine someone walking around, just looking up in the sky, like, okay, what happened and what's really real? That's how it felt for a few weeks. And then as it began to settle down, it's like, okay, again, well, who am I really? 
And the question I asked, this question I asked myself has been what I have put all of the information, all of the understanding, even with the channeling, I put everything under this question, knowing that I wanted to be able to support people through my experience. And the question is, what control and power do I have in and over my life? Because that's what I was looking for, right? And the knowing that I was learning everything that anybody else knew, but wasn't able to act on that knowledge to be successful the way people were that were close to me. What control and power do I have in and over my life? And so I put everything under there. And now at the foundation, you know, years later, our vibration, our energy signature, the vibration that we're giving off and the contents of our mind, our dominant ideas, those are what either ex allow us to explode forward, forward or they stop us. They can do both things. It just depends on what's in there. But it's the combination of those two things, our energy signature, our vibration, contents of our mind that are at the foundation of our being as, as we walk on this plane of existence. And that is what I've learned in this process. And that is where I try to help people and support people that, that stay and honed in on that foundation. Because once you begin to work there and you understand what these things are and what they mean and why, all of the other information starts to make sense. Because everything is in energy and everything even the people we come in contact with, their ideas playing out. They're, they're our ideas playing out. And the people are collaborative components of our expression. When you begin to realize that, okay, so I need to be focusing on me. I need to be focusing on what's going on inside of me. And that changes everything. And that's where we try to help people keep their focus reined in there. I think what control and power we have over our lives is a great question. I believe that some people will say we have nearly complete control and others would say well all we have control over is how we react to situations in our lives mm -hmm. where are you at on those two extremes that's a good question because you know source i call it source now the idea of god i feel like has a lot of human ideas attached to it already so i like source because source is more open and more expansive and I mean, if you believe in anything, you know that everything exists inside of something. So it, it, I like source, but source is constantly expressing itself, you know, through nature. Even if we as human beings weren't on the planet, it would be expressing itself through nature. So source is constantly expressing itself. But we, as far as our individual life's journey, our source, we're not separate from it, we're connected to it. So that means that what it is, is in us. And we are constantly expressing as individuals. So there, I believe there's a, a, a play and a, a collaboration going on. But what we tell individuals is that you don't have to believe us or you don't have to believe anything, really. The question is, can you play with it and practice with it enough to see for yourself? If you, you can walk out your door and choose to be loving and excited, and that's it. And watch what gets reflected back to you through people. And you can also choose to walk out your door on purpose and choose to be frustrated and angry and all of those type things and watch and see what gets reflected back to you through people. 
you can prove these things to yourself. You don't have to believe anybody, right? That we're expressing. Even before we have something that we want to manifest in life, we're expressing energies. We're expressing frequencies. And those energies are being reflected back to us through people and through events and through circumstances. And you can prove it to yourself. That, that's what we tell people all the time. Don't believe us. Prove it to yourself. Because then you're proving to yourself you find your power. So you had your out-of-body experience. How did you move from that to channeling? You know, from, from the out-of-body experience, it, it occurred in 2006, and I realized I was channeling in 2012. In between that, well, the channeling started as, as writing, and I, I came from a, a religious background, so that was my, that was my first foundation of information, even though I had to move out of it in order to get my out-of-body experience explained. <laughs> I went through I went through Christianity, which was what I was a part of. I read all of the major spiritual traditions and philosophies, trying to understand what happened to me, because that's that's all I knew was religion. So I went through all of them and then I went and moved into quantum physics and and mysticism and, and all of these type things trying to understand what happened to me. I went into, found books and things on out-of-body experience, and I, and I even practiced it. I even had out-of-body experiences on purpose by doing exactly what the book said to do, and it, and it happened exactly as they said would happen. So I'm like, okay, wow, this is, this is for real. There's more going on than, than just this and the things that's outside of me. There's more going on. So... I began writing, I began putting out a newsletter, and I realized that I was what was called what is called channeling when I would use words that I knew I didn't know what they meant. All right. That was the start. I would use words that I knew I didn't know what they meant. I'd have to look them up. And so when that started happening, I said, okay, I'm sitting and this information is coming to me through me. And I realized, okay, I have to move. I have to let it come through before I start reading it. Because what I started doing at first was I'd try to interpret it as it came through. And then I would lose the flow and I wouldn't be able to continue the writings. Okay, now, and this was a process. Now I need to let it come through and then try to read it and understand it. And when I read the information, I'm like, wow, that's not me because that is very profound. <laughs> but Jeff, you know, looking back, what's interesting is looking back, I realized that I and probably many of us have been channeling all along because I can remember when I was in college, I would get, like, I'd have a paper to write and I would get all of the information. I'd do all of the research and I'd have everything there for the paper, but I couldn't get started writing. And this is, you know, before the deadline and I wouldn't be able to get started writing. So I'd be sitting in my room at 12, one o'clock in the morning. It's due the next day. And the whole paper would come through me. And so, you know, looking back, I would, that was channeled, that was channeling then. At one o'clock in the morning, those papers came through me and I wrote three, four, five pages would be done and, and would get a good grade on. And just by being able to look back and see those experiences in my life and say, you know what, that's what that was, that's what that was. And you know, I get people that say they want to they wanna know how to channel and how can I channel. I'm like, you probably already have and don't realize it. 
your guide, you probably have been in connection with your guides and all of your support team around you, and you don't even realize it. You just haven't understood yet at those moments when they were able to speak to you and what state of being you were in, what energy were you were in, and that your mind was out of the way, and that's why it was able to get through. You just don't realize it. In those beginning moments of your channeling, do you think you were channeling your higher self or your guides? You know what? I don't know. Back then, I never asked. I never asked the question of who or what. I just knew that. I knew that the information was powerful. I knew the information was supportive. I knew the information was loving, and it was for me. It was. It was powerful for me, so I knew it would be powerful for others. But I never asked who or what uh, back then. Um, I think the first time that I asked who was speaking. And I don't think it was Abraham in the beginning. Matter of fact, I'm sure it wasn't Abraham in the beginning. But after a while, when the messages were coming more consistently, and I was doing more writing consistently, and I asked a question, and I had been listening to Abraham a lot, a, a, a lot. Um, and I asked the question, and it felt like it was them, right? You know, if you listen to a channels, certain channels or a certain entity being channeled for a long time, you kind of know what it feels like and you kind of know how they communicate. And it felt like it was them and I asked the question and it was. And uh, we've kind of been connected ever since. But, you know, to answer that first question, it wasn't Abraham in the beginning, I'm sure. of it. As a matter of fact, I asked him. I asked him that. And, and I also asked him about the vibration or the feel of entities because I can feel back then I could feel when someone wanted to speak to me because it felt like I could feel their vibration come on top of mine. And sometimes it would be a high vibration. I can remember one time there was a really, really low vibration. And I asked Abraham if that low vibration meant negative. And they said, no, low vibration from that. It doesn't mean negative. It just means that was their energy. So, you know, being able to talk to them like that and ask those questions. That's, you know, I knew it wasn't them in the beginning, but I did know, had a feel that when it was them. And that's when I asked the question as far as who. You're channeling Abraham. Is this Abraham from the Bible or a completely different Abraham? You know what? I've never asked that question. I've never asked that question. Uh, Abraham, as they described, they are a collective. Um, and even with me channeling Abraham, I use the example of going to someone's house and they're having a, a family gather, right? And so you knock on the door and somebody opens the door and you have an excellent conversation with that person. It may be a mom or a dad or an aunt or an uncle or a sister or a brother. And then you leave and then you come back and somebody else opens the door. That's part of the family. And you have an excellent conversation with them. That's kind of what it's like with Abraham. They're a, they're a collective of many, many entities that are together on their journey of growth and expansion. But they're just at a, they're, they're at a higher vibration, a higher frequency, and they are wanting to share and to support um, humanity as best they can for, through their experience. Would you say you're a conscious or a trance channel? I would say conscious channel because I don't actually 
completely move out of the way. I have to I have to move out of the way mentally, but not consciously. I'm still here. I I can remember some of the conversation, but I try to not think about what's going on so that their communication is pure, but I'm not like not there to where I don't hear and I'm not don't understand what's being said or what's being communicated. Do you have a certain process in order to be able to channel like you have to meditate first or something? No, I don't. No, I don't. They All I know is that I can perceive the communication coming from this direction. I can perceive the communication but I don't have to do anything. I mean they they're always present. They're always present and and Sometimes I can perceive them communicating to me at times when I'm not available to pay, really pay attention. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, the funny thing is, as much as we, as much content as far as social media that I put out, and also with that and the, the sessions that where we work with people, I haven't in a long time sit and communicated with them for me because it's like putting out the content and having the sessions with people. I am getting what I need through working with people. So I haven't really sit with them to have conversations about me in a long, long time. Is there anything that you've learned through the channeling that's been really profound for you? And it's something that you, you know, carry along with you through life. Wow. Wow. You know, that's a difficult question because everything, <laughs> you know, almost everything that comes through, there's something there for me. So it's hard to pinpoint any one thing because the interesting thing is that even when a person puts themselves in position to want to be of support to people, and you know, this is something that has come through in a in a few of my uh, uh, sessions that I put on YouTube here recently. A person that puts themselves in a position to be of support or to be a coach or anything like that, you start calling whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's it could be basketball, basketball coach or whatever. You put yourself in position to really pull and build a, a depth of knowledge, a depth of understanding. And the truth is, it's first for you before it's for the team, right? It's for you so that you can expand, so that you can grow, so that you can be a high-level giver to the team. And I think with every conversation that I have, every interaction in the sessions, the content that I put out, there's always something in there for me because it's actually first for me. Right. And even with working with, you know, the people that we have had the opportunity to to be of support with. A lot of the things that they have going on that they want to be supported with. Are things that I am asking the questions of also. So it's hard to pinpoint because it's almost like every time we have an interaction, every time we have an opportunity to share, there's something in there for me. Well, has Abraham ever said anything that just kind of like blew your mind and you just keep thinking about it? Let's see. Well, one thing that really hit me, and it, but it made sense at the time. It's almost all. It's also like when things come through, the things that resonate with you, 
you're at the space where you're prepared for, right? And one of the things a while back that they started talking about and I talk about was a change in the wording for the idea of the law of attraction. Because when you're talking about or you say the law of attraction, it it still it still kind of sounds like that there's something out there doing something. It still kind of feels and sounds that way. Where they change the wording to law of reflection, which means that that which you are offering is what's being reflected back to you through your vibration, through the combination of your energy and the ideas within your mind. So that the reflection versus attraction says more responsibility, says more power in and over your life. What, what is that which I have control over, right? And the truth is I haven't, I don't have any control over anything outside of me. I, I don't have control of my kids. I don't have control of my wife. I don't have control of the people I meet at the store. The only thing that I really have control over is what's going on inside of me. And the truth is that's enough. Again, because I can, as a test, and I've done this many years ago, choose how I intend to feel, leave my home, go to the store and see what is reflected back to me. I did it as a test. I did both sides. And that has been probably one of the most profound things to me is that shift in the potential of something else out there influencing versus I can take command of it. I can be responsible because actually I am responsible, right? And that's scary as well, as much as it is, as it is empowering, it's scary also. But you kind of have to, when you are open to fathoming that idea, you can you move from the scary into the empowerment. It's a process. But that's probably the biggest thing, that shift in the wording from attraction to reflection. Yeah, I really like that reframing of that. I think it's amazing. Well, if you're okay with it, let's go ahead and speak with Abraham. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Does it just automatically happen or do we need to prepare or anything? No, no, there's nothing that we need to do. We don't have to prepare. Uh, I'm probably, I'm probably going to close my eyes. I can, I can do it somewhat both ways, but when I, I, well, it seems weird saying this now because I have content. <laughs> I have content where I'm channeling. I'm actually driving. So, <laughs> and I don't suggest that. I wouldn't ever suggest that, but it's kind of just a, a place that I have asked to be able to, to be able to do it with my eyes open at times, but I also do it with my eyes closed because the information, it helps me focus and to move out of the way so that the transmission is pure uh, because so much information is coming through the senses, kind of like you have to tune that out to really see. Um, but no, there's nothing really I have to do. All right. And any questions there, they're open. Just as a, a note, they're open. Any questions that you have or anything you want to ask, they're open to it. There's nothing off limits. Okay. Yes, we're here. Abraham, this is exciting. Abraham, thank you for joining us. Yes, yes, this is exciting. This is exciting to, to be able to be of support and to interact with you and to be on your 
amazing platform that you are opening eyes to greater potentials, higher potentials of the individual, that there is more and that they are more. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. We're excited to be a part of this. A lot of people talk about raising your energy or raising your frequency or vibration. Is that equal to raising your emotional state? For example, if you raise your frequency, does that mean you're naturally going to be happier? Raising your frequency does mean that you will be in a higher state, which can be equated to happiness. But being emotional does not necessarily, necessarily equal being happy, nor does being emotional equal consistency. Are you saying that you could have a really high frequency or energy level, but still just kind of be not happy, but just content? You can be in a state of a higher vibration, a higher frequency, and there'll be a contentment there. But the higher the vibration you entertain, you will know that which is called happiness from the mind of humanity is tagged to emotion and the feelings inside of the body that come and go. When you're talking about vibration or increasing your frequency, you're talking about a an expression of a consistent expression of the body. It is not an emotion. What you're trying to do, your play and practice foundationally is to lift your vibration that it is and becomes a consistent expression. This is the point of your, and this is the challenge because most really don't know the point. This is the point of your meditations. This is the point when you are practicing your meditations, whatever the particular technique that you're using at the moment. When you focus the mind on your breathing or you focus the mind on an amniate sound, your vibration, your energy signature lifts naturally. What you have done is you have focused the mind and allowed the mind to settle. And when the mind settles, the those low vibration ideas that are causing you to resonate insecurities and, and fears and doubts and, and the frustration from your job and the frustration or confusion that you have at home, all of these ideas that are circling that are keeping you in a lower vibration, they settle down in your meditation. And in those moments, your vibration lifts naturally because you are naturally a high vibrational being. It's the ideas within the mind that are playing out and manifesting through you that are born of low vibration that keep you in a low vibrational state. So in your meditations, this is what you're doing. You are allowing yourself, your vibration to lift. And this is not an emotion. This is an energy resonance, an expression which is and can be a constant. And this is the point when we say, for one, that you want to practice lifting your vibration, reaching for a higher frequency. What you are doing is you are reconditioning your mind and body. And it doesn't matter how you do it. What matters is that you are consistent at it. If you are consistent, you begin to recondition the mind and body. And 
the higher, again, it doesn't matter how you do it. It can be, you can fathom the idea of a rainbow or a particular color of the rainbow. It's purity. It's beauty. And allow that feeling to embody you. And when you embody that feeling, well, you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference from before you started the practice. And when you fully embody the purity of a color of the rainbow or the entire rainbow, it can be your favorite song, a favorite location. Embody the feeling and allow yourself to lift, to raise into a higher frequency. And in so doing again, you are reconditioning the mind and body. And when you do this, yes, that flushes out the resistance. All ideas born of a lower vibration they are brought to light because they cannot exist freely in a higher vibrational state from that which they were born. So that's what's going to happen when you lift into a higher vibration. But that is the first practice because the frequency that you're offering can and will be a constant. And this is also what individuals don't understand. When you're consistent at playing and practicing, offering a higher frequency, a higher vibration, consistency is the key. Because with that consistency, there's a point when ideas born of that level of frequency begin to work their way into your mind and body. Thought processes born of that level of frequency begin to work their way into your mind and body. And when that begins to happen, you understand why? Because your perspective changes of that which you call challenges, of that which you call your life. Your perspective changes to a perspective of the higher vibration. Your understanding, your interpretation of life changes as a result of the higher vibration. You gain and open yourself up to the knowledge and understanding of a higher frequency. This is why we're so adamant about striving to attain a higher vibration, but it requires consistency until these new ideas and things begin to work their way into you. Thank you for the question. Why do so many people feel stuck or even worse, suffer a lot during their incarnation here on earth? Individuals feel stuck and suffer. Well, being stuck and suffering again, carries a certain level of vibration. It feels a certain way, first and foremost. And it's tied to ideas of not understanding and, and not being enough. And individuals get stuck there because they begin to ask the question. Individuals who are listening to this information, they are asking the questions of, of why. And they're asking the questions of how. How can they expand and evolve? How can they move past these things, these the pain and the suffering and the, the feeling of being stuck in their life? And the questions, the questions is what allows you to move beyond these circumstances. The challenge with individuals who are on this spiritual, spiritual, as you say, journey and the feeling of being stuck that they experience is because they're not getting their questions answered fast enough. They're taking in a lot of information, but they're not able to assimilate that information fast enough because they have questions being birthed inside of them based on these new ideas that are coming in, but they're not getting those questions answered. 
many of you now that are listening to this, you have unanswered questions whose answers will allow you to accelerate down the path of growth and expansion for yourself. For many of you, it's not more information that you need. It's the answers to your questions that you need so that all that you have gained to this point begins to make sense fully. How does somebody connect with their guides and angels? An individual's guides and angels. The challenge is, the thing is that they're always connected. An individual is always wholly connected to their guides, their angels, the support team that's around them always, always, always. But their inability to perceive the communication is a frequency thing. It's a vibration thing. It's not a something that you need to do or or a physical thing. The reason that you are not able to perceive their support as you walk around awake, it's a frequency thing. But at those moments when you have those aha moments, at those moments when you are holding a question to a challenge in your life and in a flash, the idea flashes in. It's in those moments that the communication has made its way through. So the question is, who was I being in that moment when the information was able to make its way through and that idea flashed into my mind or I had that aha moment? Who was I being? What state was I in? Was I in a feeling good place or was I angry and frustrated? Because when you really think about it, and we would like to bring this to light because most miss it. Whenever you have a challenge in your life, a problem, if you will, in your life, it's very difficult, very rarely, if any, do the answers come when you are in the feeling place of the problem. Answers most often show up when a person lets go, when they say, I don't care anymore. It doesn't, I, I don't care. In that moment, when you let it go, you your vibration lifts. You let go of the weight of the feeling. You move out of the vibration, the frustration, the anger of the challenge, of the problem. And when you do that, and your vibration lifts just a little bit, you allow the answer to flow through. The answers the solutions, they're never in the same vibration that a challenge or a problem was born of. And we know you've heard that before. The solutions to all of your life's challenges are in a higher vibration. And often it's just a slight light. It's not something, some grand jump you have to make. Just feel better. Find a feel, a better feeling place than the feeling of the challenge or the problem. And in that space, in that state of being, in that feeling place, you're able to allow your solutions, your answers, your next steps to flow into your mind and body. So do you just think to yourself something like, I'm going to surrender to these problems and relax and know that the answers will come? That's an excellent way to do it. 
Because in doing that, you release the feeling of the problems and you allow yourself to be in a state of openness, in a state of emptiness. And anyone who is feeling a problem right now, you know that that feels different. If you say, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. And I'm, I'm open to the answer. I'm open to the solution. And I know it's present because all things are energy. So anything, any, there's an answer to every problem. There's a solution to every challenge. I know it exists. So I'm letting this go. You're letting the feeling go. And I'm open to the answer. I'm open to the solution. In that openness, you feel completely different. It's always about the vibration of a thing. It's always about the vibration of a thing. And that which you just communicated is an excellent way to tell yourself, remind yourself, you know what? I've been sitting in the feeling of the problem. I need to get out of the feeling of the problem so that I can allow the answer in. Do you have a general message for humanity that they need to hear at this point? Our message is that our message is to understand that this journey is a selfish journey. It is a selfish journey. It's a selfish journey of understanding. It's a selfish journey of growth and expansion that no one can do it for you and no one else is responsible. No one else is responsible. But when we say selfish, you have to understand that when we say selfish, we're speaking of selfish from a high frequency space and not from a low frequency, harmful or hurtful to others, understanding that is maybe the norm that you know, that is being perpetuated by the mind of humanity. Once again, this is an perspective that you will come to realize when you are consistent at expressing in a higher vibration, because think about it. If you are selfish in your own growth and expansion and going after it, highest intention of yourself, who am I beyond the fear? Who am I beyond the insecurities, beyond the mental conditioning that I currently house within my mind and body? Who am I without it? The excellence, the brilliance, what can I be? Once I move beyond these ideas and the low vibration that I have been conditioned to, as you begin to become that, selfishly choosing to become that, and say we use the idea of brilliance, you're approaching brilliance, brilliance in your relationships, brilliance as a spouse or partner, brilliance as a parent, brilliance as a business person. As you selfishly choose to be that and to become that, but when you show up for people and you're brilliant in those circumstances where you're being your highest self, the highest self that you can imagine as a parent, as a partner, as a business person, as a stranger that one might meet in the store. So in that idea of selfishness, you are powerful and beautiful as a human being versus that which is the normal definition of the idea. Do you think that we are not selfish enough? And what I mean by that is we're too judgmental on ourselves and we don't give ourselves enough self-love. Absolutely. 
that's part of the biggest challenge we've been and that's conditioning humanity has been conditioned to to look down on themselves humanity has been conditioned to see themselves in a low light but you're a source in source there's no idea of value there's no idea of self-worth these are human ideas Source doesn't consider such things, and therefore you shouldn't. A flower doesn't need to do anything to be deserving of the sun, nor do you have to do anything to deserve anything that you desire in life. You must just, you must become it. You must align yourself with it in thought and in vibration. That's all you have to do. But because you have been conditioned, because you have these ideas in your mind, there's an unraveling that must occur. But in order to unravel these ideas, you must just keep the understanding in front of you that you're source. And that you are beautiful and that you are perfect right now. And recognize how that feels. How it feels to be connected, how it feels to be beautiful, how it feels to be wealthy and abundant, all of these things. And in so doing, you begin to be aware of all of the ideas, all of the things inside of you that conflict with that feeling state, that conflict with that state of being, that conflict with those ideas. And then you begin the process of letting them go, knowing that they're not the true you, knowing that they're not the you that you are choosing to be from this moment forward. That's the beauty of setting a high intention for yourself. Even if it's just to be brilliant at whatever you do, when you set that intention, the first thing it does is reveal everything inside of you that conflicts. And when that happens, it, initially, you may say, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this feels bad. But the truth is, and you will move into it as you continue to play and practice, it's one of the most exciting things. Because the faster you can, when you set a high intention for yourself, and the faster you can call the resistance or conflict inside of you to be revealed, the faster you can discover who you are without it. And that's powerful. Why do we reincarnate and keep coming to the earth over and over? And is there an end point to it? Well, when one comes back to the planet, on this plane of existence, it's a choice. Each of you are choosing. You're not sent here without choice. Individuals, you, you have a plan. You have a plan that you set for yourself before you come into this physical body. And we will give you an idea of how to be aware of your plan, that which you are inspired to. Everything that you've ever been inspired to do has been in some way connected to your plan. Everything in your life, different from your spouse or partner, different from your mother or father, everything in your life that has excited you, and you don't even know why, the things that you do, that you do for free, or that you would do for free, it'd be nice if you got paid, but that you would do for free, these things are connected to the plan that you set for yourself. 
if you've ever heard an, a, a mature individual who was getting ready to make their transition and they're talking about all of the things in their life that they wish they had done, ideas that were with them, inspirations that were with them from a child that they know was in there, whether they wanted to travel or they wanted to be something. And they're able to tell you specifically what it is, but they never did it. These are inspirations that were trying to be birthed through that individual, but their conditioning never allowed them to act on their inspirations. This was a part of the plan. But your plan is not set in stone. You can choose differently. Many choose differently because they're conditioned in a way that doesn't allow them to act on their inspirations. And then there's also ideas that you choose to continue to explore. Ideas that you set for yourself to explore and to understand in previous lifetimes that you chose to continue to explore in this lifetime. But these are all choices. These are not condemnations of any kind. These are choices. And when you exit your physical body, you evaluate. We're sure you've heard the idea of the, the, the life review. You evaluate all that you created, all that you experienced while you were present in your lifetime, and then you choose a next experience. You choose whether there are ideas that you want to continue to explore or not. You choose whether you want to come back to this particular plane of existence or not. And experience continues. So are you saying that we are all source collectively but when we come here, we separate from it. No, we're not saying that you separate from it because you don't ever, you can't. You can't separate from source. There is the idea of separation that is a part of this plane of existence and that is being perpetuated by the mind of humanity. But many of you, especially those of you who are listening to this type information that are open to these type transmissions are beginning to understand that all is connected. And here's the power in that understanding. As you really begin to delve into that, all is connected. And you begin to understand that you are expressing, you are expressing energies, you are expressing ideas for your own life's experience in the creation of experience. The connection piece that the people, the events that are showing up around you that are being reflected, that are reflecting that which you are expressing are showing up in love. That's how connected you are. Good, bad, indifferent. They're showing up in love to support you in the creation of the experience that you are expressing and creating for yourself. But as you change your vibration, whether consciously or unconsciously, the experiences around you change, the people change. For many of you, in your homes and in your families, the people don't change, but your experiences with them will change in relation to your energy expression, in relation to the ideas that you are holding within the mind and body in your jobs and in the strangers that you meet, the faces may change, but they are showing up nonetheless 
as support to you in the creation of the experiences based on that which you are expressing. That's how connected you are. That's how connected you are. But that understanding for each of you, those of you who are open to this type of information, that understanding is coming. You have this to which we have offered. It may sit well with you. It may make sense. It may not. But this understanding is coming because it continues to point you back to your power as a creator. And as you grow in, into that understanding, not only is the benefits of your life immense, but you also become an even brighter beacon of light for those that you come in contact with. Abraham, thank you for your answers. I don't have any more questions. Excellent. Excellent. We are excited and thankful to be of support for those who are open to these transmissions, for those who participate in your platform are ready. They are open to the potential of massive growth and expansion as individuals. And we are excited that we were able to participate and be of support. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Benny, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mentioned at the beginning about consciousness ascending and we can see it on your shirt. So what are you mm -hmm. doing with it? Yeah. Well, consciousness ascending is, is a, I'll say a community, community that we are growing, that we are supporting individuals in understanding the foundation of who they are. Uh, on this plane of existence, because it may be different somewhere else, but on this plane of existence, from my experience and through that which Abraham is sharing through me, for individuals who have listened to others who channel Abraham and listen to me, you can tell that the the ideas that are that are being communicated are slightly different, right? They very rarely through me have talked about the law of attraction. Or, or any of those things. It's more about understanding what your foundation is as you walk physically and, and beginning to master those two functions, which is your vibration and the ideas within your mind and beginning to transform those to match who you intend to be. And, and that's why the, the, I guess the mission is to help individuals to uncover the nature of source within and accelerate the experience of their desires, because that's what happens. When you begin to work with your vibration, you begin to work with the ideas within your mind, you're aligning, you're releasing yourself from low vibrational conditioning, and you're aligning yourself with basically that which you want in your life. You know, most of us want to feel to, to to feel and be loved. We want to feel and be and have beautiful relationships and, and success and all of those things in our lives. Well, you have to align yourself with that. And working at the foundation of your being does that at an accelerated rate. And that's what we're interested in, helping people to accelerate their ability to align with the things that they want in their life. And in so doing, they again, they become 
beacons of light for others that they come in contact with, not through their words, not through the things that they accomplished in their life, but through their vibration. Because you can be in the presence. I mean, it's as simple as someone smiling at you, Jeff, from across the room, or a stranger smiles and it makes you feel good and you smile back, it gets reciprocated. It's an energy thing. They didn't say anything. Or someone who comes from an excellent movie and they're bubbling over and you can feel that excitement. It's an energy thing, right? So the impact that we create through ourselves and through others as we grow on this path is an energy thing that we are able to touch people from our vibration. And all we're doing is we're offering the opportunity for others to tune up. Because in your tuning up, you open yourself up to new ideas, solutions to the problems, solutions to the challenges that are born from within. And when you see that you have the potential to have the ideas, solutions, answers to any challenge that shows up to you be born through you, well, that's powerful. And it's different from, you know, looking for answers and things outside of yourself. Everything is inside. And that's that's what we're trying to get people to see and, and support them in uncovering that nature, uncovering their truth. Because when that happens, you know, you're a completely different person as you walk in life. We, don't, we want you to understand it now, not when you leave your body and all of a sudden you remember. You can know it now. And that, that's what we're trying to do. So if people want to find out more about it, they go to the website, right? Yes. What's yes, you can go. To, well, what we have is we have a free training that we have, um, and that's at uh, com. And you can go there and you can you can register and, and you can you immediately get access to the free training and the cheat sheet. Uh, we also have where you can go and get information about the sessions that we offer. Um, we offer introductory session and a a full private session, which is 90 minutes. And on that web page, which is uh, www.abrahamoneonone.com. Uh, you can see the testimonials, you can read them, you can watch the video testimonials of individuals who have participated and had their own sessions. And I have a short presentation there of the benefits of that, that really gets people started. Um, and we also do uh, online workshops, which we've had a number of those, and they're very, very powerful. Uh, but that's something that people find out about once they connect with us. Uh, but we're, just, we're trying to support individuals in uncovering, again, who they really are beyond the conditioning, beyond the ideas, and understand what it means to reach for a higher vibration and what happens when you're consistent at it. Because that's what we don't know. We don't know the true why of what we're doing. And when you understand that, you know, you're able to move faster into the next steps and the next and the next. What is the name of your YouTube channel and what kind of videos are you posting there? Let's see, our YouTube channel is Consciousness Ascending hyphen Benny R. Ferguson Jr. It's either that or, or or opposite of that that you put into YouTube and it'll and, and my picture will come up. But we put channel content on there. I do a session every day. I've I've set a goal to put a, a video up daily for 365 days. I have no idea where I am in that, but I've been doing it probably daily since last September, October. And normally they run between six and 10 minutes, but we offer channeling sessions on, on various topics. Uh, you can look at 
can kind of get a feel for what the topics of the videos are in the description. But there's hundreds of hours up there. There's hundreds of hours up there for anyone who wants to begin to, to dive into the information that we're offering that I have no doubt will be of support to that which you, whatever you're doing now, what we have on YouTube in that information will be of support wherever you are on your journey. Um, but be inspired, be inspired to the videos that you watch, be inspired to, to how and where you connect with us, because that is what that inspiration from the inside out of the individual is what puts you in position to move to the next and move to the next for yourself and to get the questions answered. Jeff, I, almost everybody that has signed up for a personal session, for a private session from multiple countries, they always say, I knew after I heard you, whether it was on someone's interview or they watched a channel, a session on YouTube, I knew that I was supposed to connect with you. This is These are individuals just going about their life's journey. This is individuals who are coaches and practitioners that are in support of people who have been, you know, they're working at this and have been for a long time. That's what happens. Follow your inspiration. And however means you connect or don't connect, Follow your inspiration. That's how you move quickly down your journey, through the path on, and on your journey. That's what I suggest. If people have questions, should they leave a comment on your video or contact you through your website? Absolutely. Leave a comment. Leave a comment on the video if you have questions. I try to, I try to respond and reply to as many as I can. Um, and also, when you connect, if you connect, if you register for, for anything on any of our sites, uh, you'll begin to get our newsletter that we send out on Mondays. It kind of we we leave we offer notes and and um, commentary on different ideas. Uh, we have on the newsletter the videos for the week that are coming out. And in that, if you have questions, when the newsletter comes out, you have my email address. You can send me emails if you have questions or or any concerns or anything like that that I'll respond to also. Benny, before we finish up. Can you leave us with one last positive message? Absolutely. The, you know what? I, I, I have to keep going back to understanding the foundation of your being. That is the most powerful thing. That is where I am working. And the individuals that we have worked with, the, the transformations are so profound. And not only the transformation, but... Just all of the information that each of us as, as spiritual beings on this journey have come in contact with. When you work at the foundation of your being, your vibration, striving to be consistent at reaching and offering a higher frequency, and beginning to understand that your condition, everything that you're experiencing is an idea within your mind and body, and bringing those to light and beginning to establish the ideas that you want. Working at your foundation, when you start doing that, everything starts to make sense because everything is energy. Everything is in accordance to some vibration. And the ideas within your mind are what drive you and what stop you. So working there, that that's the message. That's the message that I have to leave with. And that's always my message because it's been so, so it's been the most empowering thing for me. 
and and it's what I'm doing for myself also. I'm not just talking about this stuff. I'm doing it myself, right? And so that's that's the message that I would leave for everyone. If I understand the foundation and work there. Benny, thank you for that message, and thank you for being my guest. Thank you, Jeff. It was a great time. Thank you for having me. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.